0: Potentially thousands scammed out of their hard-earned money after the Twitter accounts of well-known people were hacked and asked uh, their followers were asked for Bitcoin. Now, we're talking about the accounts of the likes of Kanye West, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, these hackers gaining access to at least 350 million people. Anne Kavukian is the Executive Director of the Global Privacy and Security Design Center. She, of course, is also the uh, former Privacy Commissioner for the province of Ontario. And she joins us now here on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Anne, good afternoon. Nice to speak with you again.
1: Thank you very much. It's a pleasure.
0: How concerning is this that Twitter got hacked yesterday?
1: I mean, it's unbelievable when the likes of, you know, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos. I mean, these are really high-powered people, and they've got these people allegedly sending out Twitter uh, tweets and saying, you know, that uh, if you uh, send $1,000 in Bitcoin, I'll send back $2,000. I'll give of myself. But, you know, I'm only going to do this for the next 30 minutes. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's a huge scam, and it took it took a while to bring it down. Um, you know, it's uh, I, I've heard that uh, new tweets appeared um, to be posted more than an hour after Elon Musk's account uh, tweeted the scam message. So, I, I'm it's really surprising.
0: Yeah, how concerning is this as well? I'm thinking about Donald Trump, the president of the United States. As we all know, he is a prolific tweeter. Uh, uh, and having said that, if somebody hacks his Twitter account, I mean, you could literally spark a war.
1: You could, can you imagine the messages you could put out allegedly coming from um, Donald Trump? It could be truly outrageous. But this is, you know, what's so sad about this, but not surprising. It seems there was an insider involved. You know, they got to, the scammers got to someone who works at Twitter and, you know, offered them, I'm sure, a lot of money for helping them do this. And this is why, you know, often these things are inside jobs. You have to keep an eye on the security attached to all of this, both inside and outside of your organization
0: so having said that how can we uh, best make sure this doesn't happen again considering some of the uh, implications uh, that come with this uh, you know we just mentioned on a world stage but even people's own personal uh, privacy is there any way to guarantee that on a social media platform
1: i i wouldn't use the word guarantee I, i'm afraid uh, there's no way we can guarantee it now you can send an email to twitter and just say look i've been tweeting for a long time i'm concerned what are you doing to upgrade your security, et cetera. I mean, you can make those kinds of inquiries and let them know you're very concerned. But I think short of that, surely this should have sent Twitter running the minute they heard about this to lock it all down and prevent this kind of thing from happening. I'm sure they're working on it uh, as we speak, but it's it's most unfortunate that a, a scam of this magnitude involving such high prominent people could take place so easily.
0: Twitter is not answering reporters' questions directly from what we understand, right. and Instead, they have yeah. said, to uh, just basically, we've taken, quote, significant steps to limit access to our internal systems. Is that response good enough?
1: It's going to have to be good enough because I'm betting they're not going to send any more than that. No, Not for a day or two. I'm sure they're totally obsessed with this, as they should be right now. But they may not get any answers for a little while. You know, it, it takes time, unfortunately. So... Stay tuned. You know, I tweet all the time, so I'm on Twitter. I haven't changed my tweeting. I'm praying that they get a handle on this and and that they don't jeopardize our communications.
0: Yeah, Are they being transparent enough uh, with their users, uh, with people that are uh, on their site, such as yourself? I'm on Twitter. I mean, I imagine most people listening right now are on Twitter, yeah. uh, tweet uh, from time to time. Should they be concerned about their personal accounts? Should they be uh, thinking about maybe getting off Twitter altogether?
1: You know, I don't want to give any advice on that one, and I'll tell you why. I value the information I get from Twitter. But, I mean, I, I tweet myself a lot. And I share the stories of the day in terms of privacy. But I also learned things immediately that I wouldn't have otherwise. Um, this morning, for example, um, in the EU, there's the EU-US privacy shield, which um, Max Schrems had been the disputing in the court of law, and the decision was supposed to be out today. And it was out in Europe, obviously, a number of hours ahead of us. Someone tweeted it from Europe, first thing in the morning for us. And I learned of it before anybody else could learn about it, you know, unless they'd read the same kind of tweet. And then I immediately retweeted that. So it sometimes give you gives you breaking news that you wouldn't have otherwise for some time. So I'm just going to leave it to each individual to assess the value that they derive from Twitter. And if they you know, wish to make the decision to leave, of course, that's their decision to
0: make. Joined by Ann Kavukian. And also wanted to ask you, uh, much along the same lines as Twitter and privacy concerns, there certainly have been mounting concerns when it comes to TikTok, which uh, has just flourished, taken off in the uh, yeah. last year, year and a half, and uh, WeChat both of those yes. platforms based in China, and we're hearing that the Trump administration is studying this for, as a national security risk and might actually ban both of those uh, apps in the United States. Is that likely to happen? Is there cause there, do you think?
1: You know, I don't know that there's cause. I mean, TikTok, TikTok, based in Hong Kong, and it was only recently, though Hong Kong has been totally taken over by China. And they said they were always using... Um, communications and databases and email, everything, um, not through uh, China, but through external servers, etc. And they said that um, any American user data is stored is always stored in servers in the U.S. and Singapore, definitely not China, never has been. So they're saying we're not part of China. We're not. We understand why you object to China. We're not there. Don't put us in with, you know, your opposition to China. Now, this will depend. I think people will have to make a decision. Now, if the U.S. bans it outright, people won't have an opportunity to make a decision. A lot of people like TikTok, and they they use it every day. It's, you know, it's just people's personal preferences. Um, And TikTok's information collection practices are certainly consistent with Facebook and Alphabet, Google, and other U.S. tech companies. Um, looking to, you know, tailor ads and services to their users. There's not much difference.
0: All right. Do you think that this decision could be more political than based on uh, privacy? Because I think a lot of people yeah. are asking yeah. themselves, you know, my nine-year-old daughter does TikTok dances. What sort of privacy yeah. or security risk is that really?
1: Exactly. It's not so much a privacy thing. And like you said, lots of people like it. Little kids like it and moving around to it. So, it's it's a question mark. Um, TikTok disputes the fact that the information it gets is used for intel by China. That's the basic, uh, you know, proposition that is being floated around, and and that's that's the thing, and that's why you know, Trump is trying to discourage the use of the app because the, all the information is flowing to China. I think we can actually question that, but. It will depend on you know, what information they can find. Perhaps they can audit. Where does it go? Um, you know, Look under the hood. Do a little bit of digging.
0: All right. We'll leave it there for now. And really appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Be well. There goes Anne Kavukian, the former Privacy Commissioner for the Province of Ontario.